Welcome to episode number 70 of what was formerly the Coffee with Joffy podcast, but it's now the Movement Wins podcast with myself, Joff, and Patrick here. Patrick, how are you doing? All good, mate. All good. Happy to be back on the pod. Yeah, it's been a little while since we've done a podcast. I think the last one was with you and I was looking through and it's still getting people listening to it, which means it's... um you know, it's still getting to people, still getting some value from it, which is great. Um, I think the last one we did was talking about burnout and overtraining. And today um, we sat down and had a discussion about some topics that we think would be super useful for people um, to use and take away. And the first thing that we both said was about getting stronger. Um, I think a lot of people know deep down that strength training, getting stronger, building muscle should be part of, you know, their um their routine and something that they're striving towards, particularly when they're going to the gym and working out. But we just wanted to break it down today and give three reasons why we think and um, why we think you should get stronger and, and what that will do for you. Um, Patrick, what were the the things that we thought about when we were discussing this? So if we look at the the three categories that, that, that mainly um, – we, we thought of and the first one that came to mind was uh, just generally more functional so being more functional in in daily life I know that's like a, a buzzword and people don't like everything's functional but strength training adds adds such a big impact to, to becoming more functional in daily life um, and when when we think about being functional it is exactly that so just everyday life you know um everyday tasks so just moving feeling better you know uh spending less energy or feeling less uh less tired doing doing these daily tasks whether that's work or, or being with a fam- your family or doing stuff with your kids um so that's that's one big big thing um uh, that strength training can um, add some benefit to. Yeah, when I when I think about functionality in daily life, one of the thir- first things that stands out to me when I think about you know the people that come down and do our classes, the people that we train, when we talk about being more functional, is things like playing with the kids. You know, when you're when you have children, being able to go to the park with them and kick a football round, being able to pick your children up and throw them around when they're playing, that type of stuff. You know, those things shouldn't be taken for granted. Sometimes I'll um I'll work with people and I'll hand them a five kg dumbbell or ten kg dumbbell. And they'll, you know, be a bit nervous about that. Oh, that's heavy, that's too heavy. And then when you kind of relate it back to what they might be doing in their daily life and they're picking up their children who might be 15, 20 kg without even thinking about it. It's those types of things that are really important and we can use strength training in the gym to make you more functional at home. So that was the first one, you know, family life, home life, chores, picking things up. Um, Those types of things can also tie into one of our rubber points, which we're going to get into later, which is, avoiding injuries you know how many people have you worked with in the past that have have got a niggle or an injury and it's caused by something that they've done at home maybe the way that they sleep maybe the way that they've bent down to pick something up there always seems to be something i'm like maybe if you know they're a little bit stronger through their glutes a little bit stronger through their hips hamstrings lower back that could have easily have been avoided yeah definitely absolutely um and then 
just feeding off that like other points so i guess we we just cover these points and then we can dive into it a little bit more but like also looking at body composition so strength training as a whole you know it's probably me and you one of the first reason why we got into uh the gym and strength training is the fact we we understand and know that it can lead to body composition like you can look good but then also the fact the the benefits of creating this this lean muscle or more muscle you're effectively improving your metabolism and we all know or if we don't basically as we age metabolism does slow down so it's a great benefit and tool to um add strength training into your your program yeah and one of the things that we talk a lot about when particularly if someone's got a body body composition goal i.e losing fat building muscle that type of stuff first thing that we attack is we want to build lean muscle because having more lean muscle or having more muscle in general will increase your metabolism which makes you more efficient at using calories as energy as opposed to um, storing that energy so someone who is 70 kg uh, let's say for example we have two people who are 70 kg one person has more muscle mass than the other person that person in their daily life without even taking exercise into consideration just simply metabolism you know going through daily life they're already burning more calories through their daily life than the person with less muscle and i don't think that should be taken for granted we're always trying to maintain increase that muscle to help us in our overall life not just the days that we're training but the days that we're not training as well so that builds into it so yeah that's a really good point there um with the increased muscle and what was the what was the third one that we were talking about yeah so you, you literally touched upon it again there's there's going to be an overlap but the third point is the the fact of reduced injury and the benefits of that so you're looking at like improved bone density density um and then um strengthening muscles um so as as we know like people whether you have an injury you're always going to use some form of strength training in order to to rehab or if you use it just to build that capacity or if you're going through a, a, a prehab stage like we we all see people um whether that's through through those stages using strength training to hopefully reduce the risk of injury yeah and you touched on uh the bone density there like weaker bones if you're you know especially as you're aging as well osteoporosis is is quite common and when you actually think about that that's quite scary your bones are literally becoming more brittle so as you're aging if you're not incorporating some sort of uh strength training there you're you're becoming more brittle there's more chance of you if you have a full you know um breaking something or fracturing something because you have weaker bones there but then the muscle side of it as well if we're deconditioned and we're not used to you know moving weight around and being functional it's so easy for someone to just tweak their back um because they're not able to utilize their their glute strength and their hamstring strength and a lot of the clients that we get through coming through to us for for personal training and for group training the ones coming through from the physio, like our, our good friends next door and are you active in the facility that we're at, 
they're sending through people to us, you know, they're getting getting them to a level where maybe an acute injury, such as a muscle tear or something similar, um, they've taken them through like a rehabilitation stage. And then rather than just leaving them to it and saying, you know, I'll see you next time you're into something, they're very proactive in getting people into strength training, into training, because they, they don't want to be seeing these people again. They want them to go away. And they know that the best thing for them to do is it might begin with working on, you know, some core strength, some activation, but eventually there's no reason why anybody can't be working with dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, sleds, that type of stuff. There's so much variation in there. You've, um, you've had quite a few people come through as well, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, like you said, just uh, what you said there, building that relationship and having that good relationship, um, knowing the importance with health professionals uh you know it's more of just getting a client from okay uh you know feeling sore or injured to okay they're okay now but then it's a case of building their capacity up where you know effectively they don't have to go through that whole process again um and yeah i've been working with with clients again i've i've, I've had people with uh who are currently going through like acl rehab um i've had people with, with shoulder hip hip um uh joint uh injuries as well um so yeah and and it's it's our job obviously to develop uh upon upon that re rehab phase and just maintain maintain um uh a good level of, of, of strength there. So again, they, they build their capacity, they build uh, robustness and, and they don't have to suffer again. So we've given you three reasons there. It's like, it's literally like we're trying to sell you into strength training. Um, and I understand that one of the, there might be, I mean, there is a lot of barriers to strength training and this is something that we'll do in another podcast, but rather than just kind of leaving it there and just, you know, telling them the three reasons. Maybe we can just do a little bit to finish up on perhaps how someone can get into strength training and what that actually means in the first place. Now, yeah, for me, like strength training, um, you can build strength in loads of different different ways. Yes, you could argue when you're going out for a walk, when you're going out for a run, um, cycling, you know, swimming, those types of things. You are building strength as you're doing it, like for sure. Um but I think what we're trying to, what we're targeting is, or what we're talking more about is moving weight resistance training. Um, and again, some body weight movements and things like that, very effective as well. Just working with your body weight, push-ups, sit-ups, air squats, lunges, those types of things. But definitely with a pathway into, as you start to get more confident in those movements and start to feel like you're getting stronger, progressing on to using dumbbells and kettlebells and that type of stuff. How do you see that going? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Uh, it's a, obviously we, we know the importance of, of using the uh, equipment and using the gym, but that's, again, it's not to say it's the only method of strength, strength training. I think um, if we, if we look at it and again, you, you mentioned it there, like there's so many ways that we, we can, can, do a form of strength training like you have uh the likes of pilates and and stuff like that but then also mobility and, and people often um 
they hear the word mobility and they they think oh okay that's like flexibility but no actually like mobility itself is a, a form of strength strength training so with with that aspect like you're you're trying to gain strength in in the areas and ranges of motion that you're actually working um so i think that's important like yes uh we we like the use of all the fancy kit like kettlebells dumbbells barbells whatever um but it's it's not a necessity and i think that's important especially if somebody hasn't got that experience um to start with yeah that's great and just as we wrap it up then patrick what would be your introduction to to someone who's maybe not done any strength training before where would where would they start if they were just going to go into the gym on their own what sort of movements would they be looking for movement based i think it would incorporate just just body weight to start if they had literally no no background obviously it would be important for us to determine like okay what what ranges can they work in what are they what can they do successfully um so it's obviously down to us as coaches and and trainers to identify um identify that but just from that point and and that question i think it would be a case of just seeing what ranges they can work in what they feel comfortable in and probably just body weight to start with yeah that's interesting and right now just to give you an idea of like my type of training and it stays pretty consistent and it has done for years even when i've you know been doing crossfit when i've been going into other you know types of training that type of stuff strength training is very much the the center point of it like i always like to make sure i get a long run in each week because i enjoy that and i I understand the cardio respiratory benefits and heart health and that type of stuff i would say the other two sessions that I really value and make sure they're getting in the week, two to three sessions is just a strength training session. You know, I'll go in, um, I'll, I'll focus on maybe seven, eight, nine movements, maybe three sets of each, looking at the volume of each movement, maybe like 30 repetitions on each. It doesn't get very, doesn't need to get very complicated, like three sets of 10. And depending on what the schedule is like for the week, I'll just make sure I hit all body parts, you know, keeping everything in symmetry, when I do an upper body pushing movement, I like to do an upper body pulling movement, vice versa with the legs. When I push with my legs, I like to do pulling. Um, you know, so you can really break it down into to such simple terms that you're you're getting a full body workout on there. How does your split like look like these days? Split wise, very similar to you, actually. I feel um with when it comes to programming, I like to do a program that I know that I can maintain and uh, that's the same with like training um the people i work with so for me personally i would have free strength training sessions and that would uh incorporate um a full body theme but making sure in those free sessions that i'm um doing those functional movements or functional movement patterns twice a week so i look at bending or deadlifting twice a week squatting twice a week um horizontal push pull all that kind of stuff twice a week and making sure like one session is is around about eight or nine out of ten in terms of difficulty and then the other one maybe less less load and less intensity and more more volume um if that makes sense so 
a big thing for me would be yeah just hitting hitting those those movement patterns twice a week amazing i feel like you got some good information in there then we'll leave it there if anybody would like any more information or have any questions for us and you want to reach out to us you can reach out to us on um on social media i'll tag patrick's uh, instagram page in there my own one as well in the movement wins page and also you can check out our website if you want to book in for a no sweat intro or find out a little bit more than you can uh, you can do that through the links in the and in the information uh we'll leave it there thanks very much patrick there's Jeff.